Hi, I'm Kaylin. And I'm Emily. And welcome to the We Had to Talk About It podcast. We each have a story to tell and are connected in so many ways. So let's dive in each week to learn about everything that makes us unique. Hey, hey, hey. Hi. How are you doing? I am doing good. It feels very busy. Yeah, I know. I almost said like, hey, 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 happy Tuesday. And it's not Tuesday, so that's cool. (laughs) shows where we are mindset wise it's like it's like when I dropped William off to my mom last Thursday and I was like womp womp you know whatever gotta go into the office work work and she was like but hey at least it's Friday and I was like no it's not all right so (laughs) it's most definitely Thursday because if it was Friday I'd probably still be in my pajamas I wouldn't be here and I would be able to work from home so what a bummer you're like "Mm, thank you yeah like, thank you and goodbye. <laughs> well, I guess we'll just get into our good and bad. I will say, okay, my good is uh, definitely that I'm feeling a lot better. Okay. I was like out of commission for a while. So yeah, I'm definitely feeling a lot better. And I don't know, I got to deep clean my house this last weekend and it was, I don't know, made me feel better. So I think those are my goods. <laughs> yeah. How about you? Um... Well, Shane and I just celebrated our four-year wedding anniversary, and so we went out to dinner. My mom was in town, so she watched the kids for us, and then... Oh, yay. But it was the night that storm blew in, so I didn't get any pictures because we didn't... We got there, like, right... I made a reservation, and we got there right at our reservation time. Sometimes, like, if I have time before it, I'll take pictures. Yeah. But I don't like to be that person like, oh, we're already like right on time. I don't want to hold it up. And so I was like, we'll just take them after. Well, and it was pouring. And I was like, or not. You're <laughs> like, and we're good until next year. Oh, but the restaurant was really good. You and John, I mean, we should all go. But if you and John just wanted to go, it's definitely no kids. Um, but it's signature. At oh, La at La Quintera. Mm-hmm. It was very I've heard good. it's really good. I've heard their brunch is really good, too. Yeah. Well, we'll have to try their brunch but their dinner was really good and it was just it was a really nice place they had a mouge bouche which i had to google because i didn't know what it was (laughs) yeah i was about to say like um what uh they brought it out on these little like spoons and they just put it down and i don't know what they they said something and shane just looked at me like i swear i hope you don't know what this means (laughs) because and i was like do you and he was like no but it's something you take as uh God, i can't remember what google said anymore but it was something like a not it's not a palate cleanser but it's something to take before your appetizer to like hold you over until your appetizer gets there but it was just like a more like a puree i guess that's what you could call it oh but okay I felt, so i googled it yeah oh, okay i guess i could have interesting but it was I don't a place think i've ever like had that oh it was just like it was a nice change of pace but yeah it was really nice nice but did they tell you that's what it was or did they just like place it down and it's like figure it out no they were like here's our amuse amuse bouche for the evening and i was like "Mm -hmm." (laughs) i was like (laughs) you're like oh thank you so much (laughs) and then uh well because i had made the reservation i said it was our anniversary and they give you complimentary prosecco which i was like why don't we say it's our anniversary everywhere we go (laughs) Well, that's how it was when we went to, um, I think we went to Wimberley, but we went to this place that's like on a vineyard or whatever, and they do like a complimentary bottle of, I think, champagne of something for anniversaries too. 
Yeah. I was like, oh, how lovely. God, I'm I'm either going to say birthday or anniversary from now on when it's just Shannon and I. But yeah, that was fun. I mean, it was during the week, so it kind of just, I mean, it felt nice to just like be able to go out just the two of us, but yeah, I don't know. During the week, it's kind of hard because you have to go on the next day for work. <laughs> right. I know. I feel like that's the hard part about doing stuff during the week because then it's like, oh, I still have to like you know, make sure I get up early, get the kids ready. I have to work tomorrow. Like, so I feel like my head is still there, but then I'm still trying to be present, whatever it is I'm doing. So, yeah, but that's good. I'm glad you guys got to go out and have a nice fancy dinner and yeah. te teach us about moosh boosh. <laughs> Cause I definitely sounded it out. Like literally M O O S H B O O S H like moosh boosh. <laughs> and then it's definitely not spelled that way. It's like, it starts with an A, right? Yeah, it's like, like amuse, amuse boosh. Yeah, I but know. like boosh is like b o u c h e. Yeah, the more okay. the more we know. <laughs> it seems French. It's probably not, but it seems French. <laughs> yeah, and then I guess I'll go into the bad. Um, I guess I'm trying to get everything ready for that market I have, but then I also have that wedding stuff yeah. I have to do, and um, I've just not been very good at designating times. Like I know everything I have to do for the that wedding, but I'm trying to like price out printing stuff and I don't know. I just feel like I haven't blocked out time that's like sacred to be able to focus on that stuff. I get distracted by numerous things and I just, I don't know. I my I have to get my mindset into it, but I haven't yet. And yeah. like reality is kicking in that it's like, I have to have all this done in like less than two weeks. So it's like, ee. That's so exciting. Wait, I thought your market was next week. Is it not spring break? I got the date wrong. So oh, okay. it's on the 25th. Oh, it's the okay. same day as all the stuff I have to have for the wedding. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I was like, well, no wonder you had mentioned that you had the wedding and then market. And that's why I was like, well, maybe she's doing another market because I'm pretty sure she's doing a market next week. But then I was like, well, maybe not. Yeah, no, definitely got the date wrong. Glad I didn't post anything about it because I would have had the date wrong. I'm just glad that you figured it out before you like showed up with your stuff like ready to go <laughs> and then they're like oh no just kidding. I would have rather it have been like they're a week early than a week late. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, and I she never showed. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah so I just need to hunker down and like get to it but. You're like, and I'm taking the rest of the year off. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <You're> just kidding. <laughs> well, it also made me happy because then I didn't have to worry about it during spring break. Yeah. Like once I realized the dates were correct, because then I could, I still haven't planned anything, but then I could maybe do something. I don't know. But, yeah, I haven't either. Uh, well, on to you. <laughs> I mean, for my bad would definitely have to be probably just like getting sick and just like being so out of commission for so long that I feel like I still have residual. Like I was on calls earlier talking a lot and I kept having to mute myself to like clear my throat. And I'm like, this is like week three of <laughs> trying to get over this. But I will say I haven't been like that sick in a long time to where like normally I feel like when you have like the flu or whatever, there's like one day that's like really, really bad that you're like, okay, I'm going to die. Like <laughs> it feels awful, you know, whatever. But I feel like I had three consecutive days of that. Ooh. And I remember on that, was it 
one of the, I think it was like a Thursday. I literally like around lunchtime, like I called John just like, I'm about to break down. I'm about to start crying. Like, I need you to come home. I need you to take William. Like I need to just sleep. And like, I felt so bad. So that's, I mean, if that kind of tells you, like I was down. Yeah. And so he did come home early and, you know, took William for the rest of the day. And then luckily that Friday and Saturday, I started feeling a lot better, but yeah, I don't know what it was, but it really took me out. So I know I remember like texting you to check in and you're like, it's worse. I was like, oh no, (laughs) I was like, right. Every day I would go to sleep and be like, please wake up and feel better in the morning. And I would wake (laughs) up and feel even worse. And I was like, this is awful. Oh God. And it's hard because it's like, at least with like COVID or the flu, you're told like you have this so you you have a different mindset you're like okay I know it's this but it's like for you you still don't know what it was was, yeah I just feel like it was a really bad cold which is sounds sad but I felt like maybe it was kind of turning into a sinus infection I literally had my ice roller just like rolling my face out like because I had like a terrible headache and just it was just so bad but I mean so that was my bad because I definitely I missed a ton of work, so I feel like I was trying to catch up on everything that I missed because I never did. You have to take that much time. How many days did you have to take off? I so I worked Tuesday until around three, and that's only because somebody scheduled a call with me. Mm-hmm. But I was like dying all day. Wednesday I only worked for an hour. Thursday I only worked for like an hour or two, and then Friday I worked until three. So, okay. I mean, I did take like I used a pretty good amount of sick time, Aww. but. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. Thanks. Okay. Well, I guess let's get into our TV shows. I know we just did a bonus episode all about Bravo, but is there anything else you've been watching? Yeah. I mean, I've been like super Bravo heavy. Actually, I was thinking about that earlier. I was like, you know, I think I need another TV show like or some TV show recommendations or something because I need something that's not reality TV because that's all that I've been watching and I feel like I need something that's I don't know that's like fiction that I I need like a story to get into or like yeah. something like that that's like what I'm looking for but I mean <laughs> the only thing that I really have been like obsessed with and or watching a ton of is like the Murdoch murders mm. so I mean that's pretty much <laughs> that's your, <laughs> like, your your one show right it's like true crime and bravo <laughs> I mean that's like yeah I need I need to I've been Kind of thinking about trying to finish Yellowstone or getting into like See, 1923 or some of those. Yeah, I need um, to get, I need to finish Yellowstone. And then I, I did want to watch 1923 too. Did you what watch? What about the show The Last of Us? <gasps> oh, that's it's an like HBO everybody's one, watching right? that. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't started that one. I haven't either. I couldn't even tell you what it's about, but I'm just like, maybe this is what I'm looking for. I don't know. Everyone (laughs) keeps raving about it. I just, I'm searching for something like. Do you want like comedic relief or do you want like. Honestly, I don't really care either or. Mm. Did you watch that full swing on Netflix? Oh, Yes, we're not done with it because every time we put it on, I feel like the kids are like, no, we want to watch something. Yeah. Um, but we're almost done with it. And I re- I really like it. John's now obsessed with Formula One. So I think that's kind of like. Oh, because it just came back ahead. too. Yeah, I know. He's I been love like that show. John on and his I. phone all the time. <laughs> well, again, I think I've started a ton of shows, but I, I maybe we'll just have like a generic list of like new shows we're watching, but I can't recommend them yet because I'm not in them. But 
um on hulu um gina rodriguez you remember how i told you to watch jane the virgin yeah which is a show you should watch in this lull of i haven't time. watched it <laughs> um <laughs> but she just came out with a show called not dead yet and she's a writer who writes obituaries but like the dead people who she's writing the obituaries come back like they basically can't cross over oh. until she like writes them a really good obituary i just don't know where it's going like i I, oh. I don't get like what the outcome is did you ever watch new girl yeah cc the actress who plays cc yeah she's in the show too oh okay and so i mean it's not it's not bad but like i again just not in it enough to like really recommend it but okay well i can appreciate that i probably should put jane the virgin on my list mm-hmm. Ooh, i did watch another i guess it was like a mini series well no i don't know what do you call a documentary that has multiple like a docuseries yes that, right? that word would be the, the word i was like is that too easy of an answer um there's a, a docu <laughs> There's a docu-series called The Price of Glee. Covers, like, the people who have died that were in Glee. Oh, you have my interest. I know. And then it covers, like, Leah Michelle, like, how she's mean. It is the price of being on Glee. Like, what it caused all these people. Because there's been three main actors who've died from that show. And then... Yeah, I've always wondered. Like, I never watched Glee. The show is cursed a little bit because, like... That's what they say in the show, too? (laughs) I don't the know. The price of Glee, they say it's cursed. Oh, so they do. Oh my well, gosh. Okay. I got to watch this. I will say that one was really good. It, it basically, though, goes over how, and I, I guess you have to put your mindset back into when that show came out, but for how quickly and popular that show got, majority mm-hmm. of these people were not big stars. They were either people from Broadway or mm, just people who hadn't made their break yet. And so to get that much of stardom that fast, yeah, it really goes over like how that came to their demise, and I was like, "Hmm, it was good though. Dang. I liked it. I think it's three parts, so quick. I feel like I've been Bravo heavy too, but those were just a few." <laughs> nice. Well, I guess we will just jump in then to today's episode. We're gonna talk all about boundaries today. Okay, so when we both started looking into boundaries, it was just pretty much simply saying like the lines that we draw for ourselves in terms of our own level of comfort around others and i think for me it's just really finding things that i don't agree with or i don't like or i see a pattern that's not working for me in my life and i try to set them but i mean it's hard it's hard especially with the people who are constant in your life i feel like new people it's easy to do that with but Right. I I know. I completely agree. And I do feel like setting boundaries is something that I I struggle with a little bit, you know, especially with, you know, like family and just, you know, people in general. I really try to be willing and able and available for anything and everything. But at the same time, you have to remember to like set certain boundaries to take care of yourself Mm -hmm. and, you know, respect your own opinions and not feel like you have to just do everything for everybody else all the time. Yeah. And I think that's something at least for me as i've gotten older i think the hardest ones have been like with family my friends are a little easier because you can kind of i feel like i can tell like you or any other friend like this is how it's making me feel and i don't like it and i feel friends are a little more receptive or at least i just have receptive friends versus my family feel i feel like it they take it more as an attack and that i'm just trying to nitpick things i don't know i think that one's my harder like 
hurdle to get over is just setting those with my family. Yeah. I mean, I can relate too because I feel like I've struggled to kind of set boundaries with my family. I feel like I have set boundaries now, but I also feel like when I set boundaries, sometimes it can be, and like maybe it's my approach to it, but it can be perceived as like me being mean mm-hmm. or me like not being willing and able and available. Um, but it's really just like me in a way, like kind of standing up for myself as well, because for a while I do feel like I just was always there 24 seven and everybody kind yeah. of got used to that. And then when I did set a boundary, they're like, wait a second, like why, you know, but yeah. I will say like, I feel like my mom and I have like really um, been able to set some pretty good boundaries with each other. And, you know, it's like, different times like you know she'll text me and be like hey I wanted to chat with you about something like let me know when you have a minute it's not urgent things like that because I feel like for my mental sanity sometimes (laughs) I'm like I need to know like if you need to talk to me like is this something that's urgent is it something like do or die like do I need to drop everything and just like rush you know to her you know aid or whatever and so I feel like she's really kind of like gotten to know me in the sense that she knows that like I need that like that that's a boundary that like you won't you know, let like cross yeah like I need you to you know like ask me if I have the time available tell me you know like hey this is urgent it can wait or it can't and like so I feel like she's done a really really great job at that lately that's awesome because I think what is hard at least with like families for me is like how you said they're used to you always being like that and then when mm-hmm. you start to change they're just like well this is how it's always been and it's been fine but they don't realize that it wasn't fine for you but exactly. it's really great that your mom is receptive to that. Yeah, definitely. I feel like it's taken us a little while to get there. And like I said, I feel like sometimes when I do try, you know, in for others in my life where I've tried to set that boundary, it, it it's perceived as like me being mean. And I'm like, I'm really genuinely not trying to be mean. Like, I'm not trying to like, like, I respect your opinions, but like, I have my own opinion as well. And I am entitled to that. And I feel like that's something that I've really struggled with, like actually verbalizing to somebody because. I don't want to like let them down or want them to think that I'm trying to be mean. I feel like that's my biggest thing is I like never want anyone to be like feel like I'm intentionally trying to like discredit them or anything like that. You have to realize that, yeah, you setting them with yourself doesn't mean that everyone's going to adapt to it. But then also it it could change those relationships. And sometimes even for the better, like I think my mom and I have pretty good boundaries, but I mean, she does cross them. And then the moment I like bring it up like no I'm not going to talk about that or no I'm not going to do that it's crossing my I don't say it's crossing my boundary but she gets a little defensive when it catches her off guard and I mean she comes around to it but in that moment I'm like oh come on we've worked so hard right and I feel like even kind of going about it and I feel like this whenever I say like oh I need to set boundaries I don't know why I feel like people sometimes take that as like a negative connotation Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why, but it's like I'm setting a boundary and I feel like people kind of get a little defensive like, oh, well, I wasn't crossing your boundary, you know, like, oh, OK, well, if you're going to be like that, then, you know, whatever. And so that's why I feel like I've had to like struggle to be like, how do I get you to understand that this is my boundary without saying like you're overstepping my boundary and, you yeah. know, blah, blah, blah. I also feel like for me, I set those boundaries because. If I allow, I guess I should, it's easier if I give an example, but it's like if I allow it, it sometimes pushes me to become the person I don't want to be. I'm not going to talk about 
my parents' two cents of how they raised me and how mm-hmm. that's how I should raise my children. Yeah. I don't even like entertain those thoughts. Like if it's not coming mm-hmm. from a place of like warmth, I'm not going to hear it because I feel like I just grew up with more like critical parents. Yeah. Like I love them, but yeah, they're a little more critical and it's that's I don't want that. And the moment they I if I allow that to happen, I get very defensive, very short, and I do become rude because I've allowed that boundary to be crossed. And so I've also noticed if I don't let those things happen, I'm just a better person because I'm not getting pushed to my limit and reacting in a negative way. And I think that's important to like realize too, like how you do react, whatever people do cross your boundaries. Because I mean, I feel like the, a boundary I've had to set even like at work, you know, like if my, a manager or somebody is like, hey, I need to talk to you. Ultimately, my mind automatically goes to like, oh my gosh, I messed up. I did something wrong. Like, I feel like that goes into like me being an Enneagram one and like feeling the need to be like perfect, which is probably why I have a hard time setting healthy boundaries. <laughs> but, um, you know, and I had to like talk to my, when I got a new manager, I had to tell her like, I need to make sure that it's like, can you just be fully transparent with me? If I messed up, can you just tell me like, hey, um, you know, something happened. I need to have a conversation with you versus like, we need to talk kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I, I need more context because if not, I go into like this downward spiral and I'm freaking out and I'm panicking at my desk for probably until you have a minute, which could be the rest of the day. And I'm spiraling. I'm freaking oh, out, no. you know, and like, I just like, I cannot function. I can't work like that. And so and I will say I did like talk to her like that is kind of like a boundary like I need like I need if you need to talk to me like can you please just let me know yes you're fine or like no it is something a little bit more serious and so she and she's amazing like she really does a great job like she will be like hey when you have a minute I have to talk to you about something but no rush you know and I'm like oh okay cool like (laughs) I'm not in trouble I'm not you know like I didn't ruin something crazy big or whatever um but I feel like even that took me forever to finally say something Mm. versus like I would just kind of sit there and take it and be like oh whatever like you know if they want to say whatever I'll just sit here and spiral at my desk and panic and you know whatever so I feel like I have like defined like my limits in that sense to like (laughs) that affects my well-being so I definitely feel like it took me a while to like openly communicate that do you feel like so you're saying that if it was something negative like on your job performance you want them to tell you like hey I need to talk to you about xyz yeah something you did wrong yeah. It, or if it's like something that, because I feel like for a while I was getting messages that it was like, we need to chat or I oh. need to speak with you. And it was that type of verbiage or communication that was really setting me off. And it was like, oh my gosh, that's over the limit. Like, I don't know what I did. Like, you know, so now it's more of like, hey, I need to chat with you. Like, you know, nothing, nothing urgent or just like using other little context or words to like really make me feel like, Oh, okay. Like I'm still okay. Like yeah. safe. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It's like I had seen like the benefits of setting boundaries is it wards off burnout. Mm-hmm. It is improved emotional health. It improves your relationships. It has clear expectations for others. It decreases your stress. Why wouldn't anyone want that? Like, why would you want to live in a state of stress or just chaos just because you can't articulate what you need? Exactly. And I, yeah, I literally could not agree with everything you said more. Like, well, I didn't wipe it up. (laughs) 
<laughs> whatever. Um, but no, I mean, really, I mean, I do feel like too, when it comes to boundaries, like the hardest one, and this may be for you too, not to speak for you, but like being afraid to say no to things. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, because me. like, <laughs> not to put words in your mouth, but I know I struggle with that too, you know, because it takes a lot for me to say no, even though I know I'm completely overloaded and I can't do it. I'm still going to tell somebody yes. Like that's yeah. being a yes man. But it's like, oh, but it irritates me because I know I do it, but then I still do it. So I feel like I've gotten better at it. I feel like you've gotten better at it. Honestly, well, we also set that as our expectation at the beginning of the year, which mm -hmm. I think was really great for us to just be aware that wasn't bringing us joy. Yeah. Like as much as I love saying yes to things, it's more of like the stress building up to it rather than the actual like event. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Well, let's go through um, like just different types of boundaries and let's kind of like we can bounce off of each other, just giving different examples and then just seeing, you know, which ones maybe we can find that we might struggle with or some that we think we're a little bit stronger on. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'll start with mental boundaries. So it's the freedom to have your own thoughts, values, and opinions. So like an example of a mental boundary would be, I respect your perspective, although I do not agree. Yeah. Instead of trying to like push what you're thinking. Yeah. I do feel like I struggle with that one. I feel like you, I don't know. I feel like you're pretty good with that one. I feel like I struggle with it, but. um, I feel like maybe the only reason I, it might not be such a struggle for me is I am not the I, I'm not gonna argue I'm not gonna like argue something into the ground yeah. if I cannot see any like give from the person I'm talking to like if you're it's kind of like if I'm talking to a wall like I'm not gonna keep trying it's just not worth my time but I'm always there I will talk about something and I love talking about a difference of opinions as long as it's respectful the moment it's not respectful I just don't give it a time of day yeah. And I still, I feel like for me, I just like will continue to go on to like, see if I can like mm. find like a happy medium with whoever <laughs> it is that I'm talking to. And like, sometimes I think I do have to just like kind of put my foot down and say like, I mean, even just the freight, like I respect your perspective. Like I don't agree. Yeah. I, I don't know why I feel like that would be so hard for me, but I don't know. Are you, do you think you're a confrontational person? It depends. Um, like my, I think my parents would say I am because I'm very confrontational about my family. Like, like Shane and my kids. Yeah. I, but it's because they push it all the time. So, I mean, I think it's mainly things that I feel like I'm attacked on. I will be confrontational on other things. I, I typically like to give people like the benefit of the doubt, like, Oh, they probably didn't mean it that way. I'm not going to make a big deal. Yeah. But if it's continually brought up, I'm like, okay, <laughs> whoa. Like, I guess it yeah. feels more of like an attack on my character. That's a good. I don't know why that question like popped up, but I feel like I just I wish I was a little bit more confrontational. So I feel like that's something that I want to work on. But I feel like just kind of like as we talk and chat about certain things like in life that I do see that, you know, like you are able to put that boundary up a little bit. So I think yeah. I've noticed that. I think that's oh, nice. So thank you. Yeah. Um. Well, the next boundary is emotional and it's how emotionally available you are to others would be like as much as i want to support you right now i do not have the emotional capacity i do not have emotional <laughs> boundaries at all i yeah no that one i would definitely need to work on like i want to take everyone's problems and try to help them like i love to like listen i love to like hear it out 
I don't know. I feel like to a certain extent, I feel like I don't really know what to say. With, yeah, eventually, I'm kind of, if I get to a point where I'm like, I don't really know what to say, I feel like I kind of disconnect a little bit. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm trying to support you, but I really can't right now. Like, I've said as much as I can. And then at that point, I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, I tried and. Well, when you say it that way, I don't think I'll listen to just anybody's. I guess I should rephrase that and like when you said it that way i'm like oh yeah no i mean if i don't have anything to input like i'll be like mm, okay <laughs> rough rough day like like if i'm having a bad day i don't know if i could say like to someone i cared about like no i don't have the emotional capacity to help you like yeah to a random person like i'd be like mm, nah bye but i don't know i don't I guess it's like for me it's thinking of like people close in my life i don't know how i could tell them like i'm have i'm struggling too i can't help you yeah okay well for material boundaries so it is monetary decisions giving or lending to others i already lent you money last week so not again right now i don't honestly feel like either of us have that problem yeah i don't think so like Again, I so think it's... We're good on that boundary. Yeah. We good. We perfect. Well, watch that be the one we struggle with the most. No, I'm just kidding. Because we just can't realize it. Yeah. Um, the next one is internal boundaries. It's self-regulation, energy expended on self versus others. I have been social all week. I need the weekend to myself. Oh, that's a good one. I feel like I've gotten a little bit better at that. Because yeah. I've realized that, like, I do need time to myself. Mm -hmm. And even, like, this last weekend, like, it was our first free weekend, I feel like, in forever. And as much as I wanted to be like, oh, let's go out. Let's do all these things. Like, I'm free. Like, I have time. I was like, no. Like, I need to deep clean my house. Like, I just want to stay home. Like, I just, I need that. So, I feel like I did not used to be good at that. But I feel like I've gotten a lot better. I would say you have like, especially at the beginning of the year when you talked about it. Yeah, I can I can see that from you. So, so conversational. So topics that you do and do not feel comfortable discussing. I'd rather not be a part of this conversation. Um, I'm like, in what capacity are we talking? <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> Bravo gossip. We're there all day. Um, yeah, I'm like, I will waste my life away on Instagram. Um, I guess like. Um, I, I feel like I would take myself out of the situation more than saying something. I feel like if I said something like, I'm not comfortable with this conversation, I'm bouncing. Like, <laughs> I don't think I would say it. I think I would just excuse myself. Yeah. But in a lot of boundaries in general, like, I might not voice them as much as I can, like, act on them. Do you think, like, if a conversation's, well, not awkward, but, like, crosses a boundary for you, you would be able to say that? I mean, if I answer honestly, no. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I would have a hard time being, like, s sticking to that Well, and it's like, I feel like also if a conversation crosses my boundary, yeah, I feel like I would reflect on it and actually get a little more mad later mm -hmm. and realize yeah. how much it crossed my boundary rather than I think my mental boundary that would be crossing that would take myself out of that situation instead of, like... I, again, if it happened again, I would say I'm not talking about this. I don't know if I could the first time. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, yeah, the first time, maybe it might take me like, you know, a second time. And on the third time, like if it really I knew it was crossing that line, if I got to that point, 
I would say something, but I feel like I have to get to a certain point to where I have like enough courage to like speak up. Yeah. So we're getting not there. saying that's good, but <laughs> hey, it's better. <laughs> gotta work on it. It's better to be aware in general rather than exactly. just living in la la land. Very true. Um, the next one is a physical boundary, and it's privacy, personal space, and your body. So I prefer not to hug people I don't know. I have no problem telling anybody. <laughs> I was going to say, I think you are golden on that one. <laughs> I feel like I've gotten better at this one, but I feel like before, yeah, I was just very, like, huggy and whatever. Um, but I will say lately, like, yeah, if I'm kind of like, you know, like Addison was jumping on me earlier, like, over and over and over again, I was like, okay, please stop. Please stop. Yeah. Hey, I really asked you to stop. Like, you know, like, I just was like, I'm not in the mood for that. So, I don't know given it's like different with like kids versus everybody else but True. i feel like yeah because if i was jumping on you i think you would tell me the first time <laughs> i'd be like get off no i'm just kidding <laughs> but see and it's weird because it's like i would rather hug people when i meet them than yeah. like shake a hand or like anything other like that is fine it's more of when i think i'm overstimulated or i'm focused or mad like i hate like shane knows it if i'm mad at him or mad i the last thing I want is like an apology hug. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Or how about when we used to like have to high five everybody when we'd go into work? Do you remember? Oh, I didn't was mind. That it, fine. That was fine. It it's again like I think because it's a greeting thing. It the only thing it took me a little bit to like get used to. Yeah, I don't mind that. I think it's more of when I'm like overwhelmed that I just yeah. don't need. And like I know Ainsley and Shane's love language. One of theirs is physical touch. Yeah. And that is probably the hardest thing for me to overcome because I know it's something they need. Mm -hmm. And but when I'm overwhelmed, I think they they at least Ainsley thinks that's what I need. I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't need it at all. Yeah. I feel like I'm a, I'm a little bit like not like better with that, but like more open to like being touched and hugs and stuff like that. I feel like I have to be in a really bad mood to be like, yeah, no, don't touch me. It's uh, yeah. I think it really is just like situational, but yeah. I will not, not hesitate to say I don't want it. <laughs> not at all. All right. Well, our last one that we've got is time. So how much time you spend with something or doing something? I can only stay for 30 minutes. I'm just going to right off the bat say I'm awful at that. I have no sense of time. That's something I really need to work on. I didn't even know it was a boundary. <laughs> I'm aware I need to work on it. But yeah, no, I mean, mm -mm. I will. That is one that I'm like, no promises. <laughs> but, but I feel like I should make some promises. I think Shane would love me to figure out that boundary, but. And I think he even knows now, like, even with you, if I'm like, oh, I'm going to go meet her for a coffee. And he's like, I'll see you in a few hours. <laughs> no, it was like, literally, we went to your house and John was in the car. We were, I was like, I'm just going to drop the cookies off. And he literally texts me like 10 minutes later. He's like, I'm just coming in. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I probably should. <laughs> <laughs> and see, but it's like, for me, maybe it's a boundary for our, our guys. But like, for me, that didn't cross a boundary. I think just because I love the social aspect. I didn't yeah. mind that y'all were here. So it's kind of like, maybe if I, maybe I have to be in a situation where I don't want the person there to see if I would be able to establish that boundary. Yeah. It's like the same thing, like where you see those memes where people are like, this is the type of party I'm hosting. And it has like the banner that says, please leave by nine. And I'm like, as much as I would love to think that that would be me, that would absolutely <laughs> not be me. I don't know. I just think boundaries are just so healthy and 
it's really eye opening to see, oh, what kind of boundaries should I be setting? Or maybe you set them too harsh. I guess that could be possible. No, and I feel like it's good to talk about it and continue to talk about it just because like the more you talk about it, the more aware that you get. Mm -hmm. And like we talked about, like the more aware that you are, I mean, I feel like that's when you can actively like start to actually like work on the things that you realize that like may help you in the long run, like better, like serve your yourself. So yeah, well, we are going to wrap up today's with an am I the asshole? Okay, so this one is am I the asshole for telling a friend her boundaries are irrelevant? I was at a party Saturday and someone's cousin from out of town was there. Our friend introduced her cousin and we all exchanged some demographic information. He said he was from Salt Lake City. Kind of jokingly, I asked if he knew any of those sister wife guys. He laughed and said he didn't quote know any as friends or acquaintances, but there were a couple he would frequently cross paths with because of work. I was intrigued and asked what they were like. He said massive assholes and total creeps. I asked for more info, but one of our friends interrupted and said the conversation was making her uncomfortable. I figured that was her telling us she was leaving the conversation to talk to someone else, but she didn't do that. I continued to ask for more info and he explained more what he meant and she interrupted again. She said the conversation was making her really uncomfortable and asked us to please talk about something else. I told her there was a lot of other conversations going on she could join and we could chat again later. I said I was really interested in this topic from the point of view of someone who lived near that kind of community and I wanted to hear more. She said it was a boundary for her and I said her boundaries are irrelevant to my conversations because she doesn't have to participate. She went to talk to someone else at that point. I hadn't talked to her since Saturday, but she sent me a text today and she said what I did really damaged her trust in me and changed the way she views me as a person. She accused me of wanting to sleep with that guy and said I was cruel to her to just impress him. I don't think I was cruel and I just don't think she should get to dictate conversations. Am I the asshole for not respecting her boundary? Part of me wants to say no because if it was at a social gathering and there were plenty of other conversations happening I understand like I, I think it was good that she voiced that it was made her uncomfortable and she didn't want to be a part of the conversation mm-hmm. but I feel like at a certain point it is a conversation involving others and that's where you have to realize I think you know like if you feel like the conversation is continuing to go the way you've already asked them to stop or told them it made you uncomfortable and they continue doing it, then I would kind of see myself out of the conversation because it doesn't seem like she was saying anything, right? Or contributing to it. Yeah, she, she just, just didn't like hearing it. Well, it's like if we think back to the types of boundaries we talked about, it's more yeah. of a, if you do this, then I'm leaving. Yeah. Rather than her saying you can't talk about this that like it, it is right like she's dictating the conversation she can't tell them what they can talk about but she can say like if you're going to talk about this i'm going to leave and then it's up to them do we want her to, to stay yeah to <laughs> choose like do we change the topic because then at that point she could say like okay i'm gonna step away if you guys aren't gonna stop talking about it the only other thing that makes me think which is probably far-fetched but it's like maybe she has like a history or a past with that Ooh. and that's why she's like very uncomfortable the juicy gossipy side of me is like huh tell me more <laughs> but it's also not for everyone else to know your background and to tiptoe around conversations based off of that yeah very true so i mean i'm gonna go she's not the girl who submitted it is not the asshole 
I don't think she is either, honestly. Yeah. Well, great episode today. But yeah, we this are, is a good one. <laughs> We're gonna wrap it up. And as always, please follow us on Instagram at We Had to Talk Pod and email us any show topics that you would like us to discuss at we had to talk pod at gmail.com. Yeah, send us um, some good show recommendations. And we'll be sure to watch some of the shows we talked about. That way we can kind of change it up a little bit here. So send us all the good stuff. Yep. And please make sure you refer us to everyone. Yeah, share our podcast to everybody, <laughs> anybody and everybody you know. <laughs> we'll talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.